Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is going to throw us curveballs, that we're going to doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason, and I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important, in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. Hey there, everyone. It's Coach Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending and our final episode in the shoulds versus desire series theme, so on and so forth. I have a feeling we will be touching on this more as we move down the road for sure. So you will remember that last week's episode, we dove a bit deeper into shoulds and what should gives us what it doesn't give us, where it comes from. Oftentimes, remember the two different areas that shoulds come from either they come from people pleasing, not always just people pleasing. I don't want to just leave it there, but like seeking some approval or somebody else thought that that would be a better idea for us, you know, well-intended oftentimes things that you should be doing from somebody that told you you should be doing it, right? So it comes from that form or it can come from living in the past and maybe wanting to correct some mistakes or regrets or things like that. That's the past. The past was then, this is now. And also while people mean well, they are not necessarily living your life. And so oftentimes when we make those decisions to do something because someone said we should, oftentimes we can really miss out on taking action and creating exactly what we want. Those are the desires, the things that are important to us. Okay. So shoulds are sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. They are sneaky. And again, I think, you know, we all see things in people. We all see potential in people. We all do. We can't help it. And so we should on people. We should on ourselves. We should on everybody else, right? And I think sometimes, not even sometimes, I think that if we could all shift to really uncovering what somebody really desires, what somebody really wants and really begin to ask questions to help them uncover it. It's why I love being a coach. Honestly, it is really why I love being one because I just know I don't have other people's answers. I just don't have them. But what I do have is the ability to uncover their answers and help them move forward. That is for sure. And that's the best because it really is awesome when you see someone light up when they discover their desire, when they discover their want, when they get like super scared because they're like, Oh my gosh. And like, it's so scary, but it's exciting all at the same time. And, and then they take action on it and then they create it. And here's the thing I know, I know this people are going to be much more willing to act on something they want desire versus what they should 
be doing, it's true. They will create what they want much more from their desire and want versus it coming from someone else's opinion or should. We can live a life of regret, misery, lack of joy, happiness, all of that. If we live a life of shoulds or living a life that somebody else thinks we're supposed to live, we do it. I don't know why we do it. And I'm here to say, let's get into the desire. So I trust that you guys did your homework last week and you really started to uncover what drives, you know, like, am I doing this because I want to, or because I should, what's driving that? I I really trust that you take that on. If you haven't go back and listen to that episode, check it out and, and really keep that in front of you. And then remember the second piece of homework was creating that time where all you're doing are the things that you want. All you're doing are the things that you want. And whether, you know, it's, it's beginning to practice a new habit, whether you start with five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever that is for you so that you really get in your bones, what it feels like to create from a place of what I want to create and what I desire versus what I think I should. Okay. And I just want to say, these are things also, by the way, that are, I'm talking about things that are healthy for you, that are good for your soul. I'm not talking about any like reckless abandonment. (laughs) I'm not talking about like things that are going to get you in trouble and that type of thing. I'm not saying go all willy nilly out there. Okay. I'm also saying, get uncomfortable, play a big game. Don't play a small game. I think, you know, this podcast and me well enough. If you are on episode 118 to know that I am talking about the things that you want to create in your life so that you have joy, you have freedom, you have happiness, you're creating an impact in your life and the life of others. You're taking that lead. That's the kind of desires I'm talking about. All right. So it was so funny. I really love to, you know, read things, listen to things, do a little research, when I'm really diving into topics, I love to get curious and find out more. I love to hear, you know, what other people's thoughts are on certain topics and things like that. And I just, I have to tell you, I found something that was so funny as I was looking for some things to read about shoulds and desires and all of that. And there literally was this one, (laughs) one topic that said, should you desire more or less? (laughs) Did you hear that? Should you desire more or less? I just, I found it fascinating. I didn't even dive into it because it started with should and was questioning desire. Now here's the thing. You get to decide if you desire more for your life or less for your life, whatever that is. Let's not attach it to should. I mean, that title lost me at should. It definitely did, but I wanted to share it with you because I thought it was pretty funny. So what is a desire? What is a desire? And what I'm talking about, what a desire is, it is a deep rooted want that you want. It can also be called an outcome. It's a desired outcome. It could be a vision, anything that is answering that question. What do I really want? And you know me, I'm going to have you like really get into why you want it, which is purpose. So I think a desire is a combination of the two, meaning I get really clear about what it is I want. I see that vision or outcome or goal. It's the want, right? And then I go ahead and I start digging into why do I want it? That's purpose. If you've been around here for a while, you know this. I know you know. 
And then what's that question I always tagline to what's my purpose is why is it important to you? Okay. And really drilling down into at a deep level, why the thing that you want, the desire that you have is truly important to you. Because I think that vision and purpose or outcome and purpose, goal and purpose together taps into what you desire, period. It gets you down there deep. Okay. And by the way, you do this without even like giving any energy or thought to how am I going to do it? Because again, remember how oftentimes can attach itself to should, how is attaching itself to the mechanics, how, and when we start there is going to, we're, I mean, let's go. We are going to talk ourselves out of whatever we desire. Okay. So I, you know, I can't, I say it, I say it often. I really say it often. You've got to really understand what do I want and why do I want it? And why is it important? And together that taps into desire. I think, you know, there's this thing called willpower or your will for something. And I think sometimes that's not necessarily always enough. You know, a great example is like weight loss. And what do they always say? You know, get on a good, uh, get on a good nutrition plan, get your, get your butt moving, get active and initiate your will, initiate your willpower. Okay. Anybody out there who's ever lost any weight, talk to me. Willpower will. Okay. How long does willpower really work when it's just will by itself? How long does it work? It works for a little bit. It works for a little bit, but not to not, it it doesn't last. Will is not lasting. Willpower is not lasting. Now what's lasting is when you get into the desire of what it is you want, you get deep into that desire and you attach it with determination, persistence, purpose, passion, all those things. That's much more compelling much more compelling than willpower because willpower oftentimes attaches itself to like, uh, uh, that that's bad for you. You shouldn't have that. You should, you should not have that piece of cake because remember you're losing 10 pounds. You should, it attaches to should it does. It really does. I'm going to dig deeper on this one too, because I'm fascinated with it, but I really, I, I, I think about any time I've wanted to create some sort of change. And I was told, tap into your willpower. Was it really willpower that I was tapping into? I'm going to say no, because the times that I utilize willpower, it was never lasting, never lasting. It almost opened up a can of worms. (laughs) Okay. So desire over will desire over will because desire is compelling. It's compelling. So you might remember, I was telling you guys a story back when I was in banking and I had, um, I had this itch for something different. I had this, I had this itch and I, I, I knew it was time for some sort of change. I was tapped on the shoulder and I was asked, have you ever thought about being a coach? It wasn't, you should be a coach. It was, have you ever thought about it? And I'm sure if I would have been tapped on the shoulder and told you should be a coach, I probably would have listened to that. I probably would have said, oh, okay, that sounds interesting. I may have even been flattered by some of the reasons why I should be a coach. 
and I, and, 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 and that's just telling the truth. Right. Or I might've been like scared, like, Oh heck no, there's no way um, I can change my career and start over. You know, I mean, all sorts of things could have happened when I was asked, have you ever thought about being a coach and realizing I really never had, I actually started to become curious and had conversations about what coaching is, who does it affect? What can you do with coaching? What kind of career could you do with coaching? And back when I became a coach, life coaching was sort of just on the tip of, of people's tongues and honestly, not in a real great way, either not in a real great way. Um, remember I was telling you that business coaching, executive coaching, that had been career coaching that, that was out there. That was there, but like there was this new kind of coach called life coach that was coming and it, people didn't really understand it. I didn't understand what life coaching was. And in fact, was, was really, I don't, wow. That seems like what, I mean, where do you have to go to school to be able to coach life? (laughs) Okay. I think life coach is just a, is just an abbreviation for lots of different types of coaching. Truly true, true story. And I think sometimes life coaching gets, gets a bad rap today too. It, it, It does. And I'm here to say, don't give it a bad rap. Okay. When you want something in your life, connect with someone that's going to help you get there. How about that? Whether it's life and what is life? Life is your personal, your relationships, professional, business, career, entrepreneurship, volunteering. I mean, it's life, right? It's life. So I think that life coaching is like that abbreviation for something else. Okay. Something else. So I do think for coaches, it's really important to get super clear on like, who do you coach? Why do you coach them? What do you love about it? And name it and claim it, name it and claim it. Anyway, I digress. Okay. So going back to that, I got really curious about it. I will tell you that I did take a leap of faith. I am absolutely a take of leap faith or take a leap of faith or yes, I am. Absolutely. I'm a risk taker. I do thrive living outside the comfort zone. I don't always love it, but I definitely thrive right outside the comfort zone. And so I thought, you know what, let's do this. Let's do this. And I went back to school and I went through, just like I shared with you, the coach coach training. Well, I was at the bank and I was going through coach certification at the same time. And I remember our bank was bought by another bank, not uncommon certainly not uncommon back then. This was a lot lot of years ago. And I was a portfolio manager at the bank. And so our, any portfolio, portfolio managers position was dissolved. So what that meant is the other bank had their portfolio managers. So they really didn't need any more. So because they were buying us, we're out, we're out. And so we got, we were laid off. Now I tell you what, I had been laid off before. So that wasn't really, I'm not going to say I loved it. I was like, yippee. Yay. I got laid off today. Although sometimes that happens, doesn't it? Any of you been laid off and you're like, Oh yes, thank you so much. Um, it definitely happens. But I remember, you know, I had, I, it, it, we had responsibilities. Okay. So I remember coming home and I was probably about 30 days outside of certification and graduation from coach training school. And I remember saying to my husband, well, I got the pink slips today. I have about, you know, uh, about 30 days. It was, it was very close to certification time. And I am, I, you know, I've, I've been laid off. Our bank was bought and, you know, they don't need us. And so immediately right after that, 
and he's, he, he, he was so great with me. I mean, he was so great. He was so empathetic and super supportive and all of that. And he, you know, immediately after I said, so I'm going to just get on it and, you know, look for another job at another bank and better get on that quick because there's a lot of us going <laughs> anyhow. I heard my husband say something to me that I'm just going to say, I've, I've only heard one time in the many, many years that we have been together. And I don't think I've ever heard it since. Cause he just doesn't speak this way. He's pretty practical. And he said this to me and I just tell you what, I believe this was a sign from God. I just really do. And he was literally speaking through my husband's mouth because what my husband said was, Hey, I wonder, have you thought of this might be a sign from the universe that it's time for you to pursue that passion of yours called coaching. What, what I'm just going to say, and if any of you are listening, you know, my husband, he just doesn't talk like that. But he said it once and I heard it clearly. I certainly heard it clearly. And I said, huh, have I thought about that? I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about it. And it was in that moment, in that moment, when I started to see a new possibility, I started to see there was a new want. I started to see, and we were still sort of in possibility and moving into want. And, but it was an opening. It gave me permission. It gave me permission. That question, have you thought, have you thought about this new desire? And at that moment, it clicked in because I really believed I should go and get another job until I figured out what in the world I was going to do with coaching. Okay. I really, 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 really thought I should, I was in should up to my eyeballs and thank God for my husband, because he, in that moment opened up a new possibility for me. And from that point on at that point, just about 30 days prior to certifying, I decided I was coach. I decided I was going to have a coaching business and I decided I was going to help others with their desires. I decided. And then from that point, I got really clear on my purpose for being coach. Now I had been in coach training, honestly, for like nine months already, something like that, a long time. But it was with that question that it clicked in and I decided that I was going to do another leap of faith and actually have a coaching business. This was way, way, way back when. Okay. I had no idea how I had no idea how to start a business. I had no idea. I had no, I had no ideas how, like if I would have stayed there, I would probably still be at a bank. Right. I would probably, cause I, cause I, I had all the frame of reference there. Okay. By sticking with the desire and getting clear on the purpose, I began to create something new for myself. And I got to tap into me being resourceful. I got to tap into finding out how you start a business, figuring it out. Everything's figure outable. Okay. Everything's figure outable. If you have the desire for it, everything is figure outable if you have the desire for it. And so I got to the business of being in business as a coach and I've never looked back. Now that journey has gone on and on in different ways. And I, in fact, had 
a coaching business. And then I did a pause and I worked at a training company and helped build a training company up during the time of a recession. Whoa, whoa. Yes, we did that. Still really proud of that. And, and then, you know, had a desire to build some of my dreams and visions and things that I wanted to do in the way of impact. I'm telling you, if I would have kept shoulds in any part of that, we wouldn't even have a podcast here today. I wouldn't even be telling you this story here today. And that's how powerful it is. And I get to look back and I get to really see the impact that that has had on my life, both personally and professionally. And then let's kick that up a notch. The impact that it's had on other people's lives, personally and professionally, let's kick that up a notch the impact that's had on the people in their life and so on and so on and so on. Okay. Whoa. I just gave myself some goosebumps thinking about that. And that's why I always say, get into your desire, let go of shoulds, let go of shoulds. I'll tell you what, when I first became a coach and I, I, the, the, I packed my, my desk up and I drove home, I was scared. I was so scared. I spent a few days on the floor, in the front room, probably in tears, (laughs) definitely in tears. Like, what am I supposed to do? I was really scared. It wasn't easy. I'm making it sound like it was easy. It was not easy. It wasn't easy, but I had the tools to do the work. And I also got help. I also got a coach to help me, to help me get there. Absolutely. And I remember I had friends who were like, what are you doing? I had some friends who were like, go on, go Kelly. And like all here for it. Not really, maybe even understanding exactly what I was doing because I don't know that I really understood exactly what I was doing yet. And I had some friends are like, don't worry, I got you. Um, sending me job, you know, like job descriptions or, uh, you know, send your resume here, apply here, that kind of thing. Because You know, back then, none of us really knew what that was. I couldn't even articulate exactly what I was doing yet. So I I just remember like, should I, should I go ahead and apply for that job that my bestie sent me the, you know, the job description for, should I, like there was so many, so many shoulds in there and it never felt right. It never felt right. But what always felt right was this desire to create impact with people. That, that always felt right. And so oftentimes I had to put the shoulds aside as freaked out as I was and really spend some time on what I wanted to create, which is one of the reasons last week I had you do that sort of as some homework to really get clear and, and do the things that you want. Because the more you do the things you want, the more you get into the habit and the more you move forward. Okay. So that is, that is a a really pivotal part of my life where I really got to see where we connect to desire. And so I trust that this story gives you some value, gives you some information as to the importance of desire and where you can see that why I really do really talk a lot about get clear on what you want, get clear why you want it and get clear. Most importantly, why that's important to you because it taps into desire and desire will move you forward and desire versus willpower. No, thank you. There was no willpower that was building my business, but desire did. 
desire did. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tap in to what it is you want. Do that homework and ask yourself why I want this. Why is this important? And then get some help, get some help, get a mentor, get accountability partner, get a coach, enroll in a class, something that's going to support you in moving forward with the things that you say you want, because it's important. You're important. We have this one precious life. What are you going to make of it? What are you going to create? I'm excited. So you know where to find me on the website. You know, I have the link in the show notes. Tell me what it is you desire. Tell me why it's important to you. All right. I want to hear from you. Let's do this because hello, we have a choice to lead in our life or follow our circumstance. And life is really and truly about knowing our passions, our purpose, our values, our desires, and creating that impact in our life and the life of others. And who emerges from that is taking the lead in their life, authentically being vulnerable, courageous, and creating so much more of what they want because they're coming from desire and letting go of should. It never looks the way we think it's going to. So trust that more always gets revealed as we move forward. So take those pauses, let go of worry and doubt and live fully the best version of yourselves. Yes, please. Thank you for listening today. I know there was value for you. I cannot wait to hear what you're up to. Drop me those messages. I love hearing them and let me know how you're taking the lead in your life. Also remember uplift her circle is on Facebook. It's a great place that we can stay connected and work on your desires and forward movement, things like that. Check the website for another lift her cohort starting coming very soon. Always go to kellyjmobeck.com and see all the different ways we can work together because you know what? I'd love to help you create exactly what you want in your life. All right, you guys have a great week ahead and you know the drill. If it's not shaping up the way you want it to take the lead and create a fantastic one. I'll talk with you next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of let's be honest before we start pretending for more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.